Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. again hi everyone i don't know why i did that you should one of the different intro or something. maybe you could sing the new babe podcast intro i can try <laughs> what would it be off the top of your head just riff babe <laughs> babe 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 <laughs> I love that. Yeah? That's great. It's good for now. It went right into the red. I love, I knew it would. I even pulled the mic away. I was trying to do that kind of like, you know. You were trying to do like an Ariana Grande. Yeah, pulling the mic away because yeah. I knew the volume was just too much. For it was too much. Anyone to handle. What if it blows someone's eardrum out when they're listening <laughs> to I'm it? I'm sorry. No, I'll equalize. Sorry, I'll equalize it. But what if someone literally did just injure? That could shock someone while they're driving their car. That could, what if someone swerves off the road? What if it was just like, Bam! Stop! I'm that just trolling me. the readers. Now. That hurt me. Just screaming, babe. Screaming, babe. Scream, sing. Scream, babe. 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 Baby, 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 baby. I'm already imagining people getting bored of this, so let's move on. Okay, fine. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you're really confident now in calling the shot. Does two podcasts. I settled into this seat real comfortably. (laughs) And that's why it's sad. This is my last of the three. I know. The trilogy comes to an end. Yeah. I have a a really good feeling that you'll be back. We should get like a poll going, just being like, no, like, like. You just I love, can take it. You, but you also know that people would be like, love. TBD. There might be <laughs> someone out there that's real pissed off. So we just published the first episode today. So TBD, if anyone's going to like get you stuff from the wish list. Oh, but God, I I'm, it, but I'm fingers crossing. Fingers crossed that That you steak. get a couple items. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was loving my wish list because it's really random compared to her it's pretty random it's like it's very on brand for you like things that you need plus just like i love that there was a flea control element yeah for, for the dog front line mm-hmm. it's expensive and i don't always remember to buy <laughs> oh just so you know i don't need that mousetrap because it's too small i already ordered it and then we we take it off your wish list i will i'll take it off <laughs> but the i love that you're <laughs> telling people that's not how the wish list works you don't get to be like hey. Just scratch that. Oh, one. just so you know, if you're looking at my wish list, thinking of what to buy, I don't need the mouse trap. It's too small, so please don't get wait, it. Even this though mouse it's on is there. a troll. Oh, Simon okay. Wait, this mouse is, looks like a rat, but it's a mouse. We need to talk Huge. about the mouse. So I remember. So you have a mouse in the house. Yes, 
that like is now like a pet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Simon is like, and the first he was like, "What a sweetie," and like gave it cheese and stuff. And I was yeah. like, "What are you doing?" Because mice are cute. And then the mouse kept growing and growing, and I think it's been eating the dog food. It is so big now. It it's is, as big as a rat, but it's not a rat. It's a mouse. I We're, looked up pictures. I'm mean, almost. Because you were there here the other yeah, night. Yeah, and I looked them up too. And, and we looked, decided it's it just a, a giant mouse. The, the biggest mouse. So big that it can't fit in a traditional mouse. You know, trap. it's a safe mouse trap Yeah, too, like a, a catch and release trap. Yeah. Yeah. I had a mouse at my mom's. So I went there in April to like help her kind of like pre-pack and sell a bunch of her shit on Craigslist. And I talked about it on the podcast. But there was... I didn't talk about the mouse, which... I was in my room the first night that I got there and I was editing and I was up really late just like trying to get all this work done and I was kind of like stressed out. And so when I'm stressed, I sometimes when in moments of like really heavy duty stress for me, I will think that I see bugs out of like the corner of my Mm, eye. Like I'll just be like, or like think I see it. And I think it's just like a hyper stress, like anxiety thing. So I'm like like a tweaker moment. It's a total tweaker. (laughs) literally really (laughs) concerns me but then it goes away so i'm like it's fine until like the next and it hasn't happened in a while so i feel like good for now yeah i don't know i don't want you seeing bugs in the corner of your eye i don't love it it seems not fun (laughs) it's really not fun i wouldn't enjoy it so i'm like just like editing away in my room on my bed it's like 2 a.m and i looked and i see like a little thing like crawl across the floorboard and i was like oh my god it's just like the bugs like the bugs You're like, are it's just my imagination again. i was like here i am like pretty crazy and like and then i just like kept editing and then i like hear something and i look and the mouse is like peeking out from behind like a chest like just staring at me and I was like, oh, my God, thank God it's not the bugs. It's a mouse. So then I told my mom, I was like, Mom, there's a mouse in the house. Like, it's in my bedroom. And she was like, mm-mm. <laughs> so Linda. She's like, I don't think so. She's like, no. I think that there's cats and they would get the mouse. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, there was. And she was like, I think you're crazy. And I was like, maybe I am. <laughs> and then where she I love, and I, There's cats. Yeah. And then cats she, don't really care about uh, that. No. It's like some, there's like a rare cat every once in a blue moon, like a farm cat. Yeah, like an does, outdoor yeah, cat that like that's like feral. It. That's hungry. Yeah, that's like needs sustenance. Like an indoor cat, which gets fed all the time, is not going to be like, hmm, that looks like yummy over there. They're like, it's interesting, but like, I'd rather sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty nonchalant. Yeah. So we like, we. We're eating lunch. Like, my brother came over, and we're all eating lunch, and we see the mouse, like, climbing up a curtain, like, across the house, and then, like, dropping down, like, running around. I was like, I told you the mouse was there. So then we tried to find it, but it kept, like, going in holes, and then it was just all over the house. And then at one point, we put the cats in front of the mouse, (laughs) because it had gone into our kitchen, was, like, hiding in their fridge, and they were, like... Was it orangey? Orangey, like, didn't even, like, look at it. He was just, like... And then the other cat, Emily, was kind of intrigued, but also, like, not going to touch. Yeah. So they really did not bring anything to the table, (laughs) competitively speaking. (laughs) And then my mom got a trap, and it killed it, which made me really sad, because I was like, it's cute. Like, I would feed it, but I know that when you feed a mouse... 
Like it becomes gargantuan. This mouse is truly the biggest mouse I've ever seen. That's it's the biggest head. mouse I've ever seen. And it's seen. bold. It, it sits, it sits outside and through stares the through the patio glass and is like, what's going to happen? Yeah, like you're going like to go to bed or not? Or not? <laughs> Do I have to go through the hole or like you're going to keep just leaving the door open? Like what's the deal? Yeah, it's just literally like, I'm waiting for you. It's your turn. The mice love like an eye contact moment. Yeah, they do. More than other animals. Yeah, they'll stare. They'll truly stare and they make lasting eye contact and then be doop and then like run away. <laughs> they love it. They do love What's that. What's that about? They just like to troll you and just be like, I'm small and go places. Bye. But she's so big. I wonder where she can go. So we're laughing about something that was edited out. <laughs> and we realized it might make a couple people angry out there. So like, you're just going to have to like wonder. You'll never know what that law yeah. was about. We lolled about it, really and then we lull. looked at each other, and I was like, I think you're going to have to edit that out. She was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and only we'll know. Yeah, but some laws have to be private. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a good like dozen right now that got to be private. <laughs> yeah. You can't share every law. No, you can't. That's like just a good rule of thumb. Yeah. And like, you know, transparency and honesty is really important. And this is a very like open, honest place. But some things are better left. Unlawed. Unshared. Wait, so you're going to get a huge mouse trap. I've got to find now, I think, a no-kill rat trap. You might just need the... to find a cage. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm leaving tomorrow. I know. So like, who's taking care of it? The mouse? Yeah. Should I get a mouse sitter? Yeah. <laughs> We kept feeding the mouse. It's bigger than ever. How big would it grow? It's I don't gotten. Know. It's I feel like it's how big could its skin keep going? Like just to get could get like really really obese. It's already kind of fat. It's pretty big. I think it the can length just length of it though. It's so long as the longest tail. I know. God. That Ugh. makes you think rat, but then you look at its face and it's cutie face. So yeah, it's a mouse. mouse face on rat body. So much mouse energy at play, actually, because the last time, and I'm so mad, but I have a Big way. mouse energy. Yeah, mouse energy. When I did, like, the spirit animal BME. cards, we it, it, I kept pulling a mouse card for Ryan. So it's oh. like all the mice are coming into play. Interesting. But you know what I want to do? I meant to bring my spirit animal cards here, but I forgot. You them. brought them the last two times we recorded. I know, and, and we, we never didn't used do them. them. But oh, I wow. have a spirit animal app, oh. so hmm. it's chill. I wonder if I'll turn up as Chronic the Hedge, the Hemp Hog, <laughs> which is the t-shirt that Lara's wearing right now. I'm wearing a tie-dye shirt with a green drawing of Sonic the Hedgehog, but he's smoking a joint, a huge joint, and grabbing his crotch very disrespectfully, and it says Chronic the Hemp Hog, highly intense. <laughs> It's pretty on brand for you. I got it at the Gorge Grateful Dead concert. And then I was like, this is like my brand. It is your brand. It is. Chronic the Hemp Just Hog. A weed, a weed infused tie dye. Mm-hmm. If only the t-shirt was made of hemp, it would really be like a true you. I know. But it was just made by like some old guy. Oh. It was $10. Oh. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. I bet the cotton's kind of thick and not too breathable though. I don't know. Want to feel? It's not soft cotton. Nope. Nope. No? Nope. It's not for you? This would look good on you. I like thin thin cotton. Okay. Breathable. Can I read our spirit animal cards? Sure. What does it do? Just randomly pick one for you? Is an electronic it, ran- it just like gets it. It's an oracle card. I found this on Goop. This is what let, first led me to then. I She did a whole... Goop did a huge post about spirit animals. I 
got on board quickly and then downloaded this app called Frederic Caladini's Spirit Animal Oracle Cards. You have to enter your name and when you were born or something? No. Or just arbitrarily, it's just like horse. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's just a computer being it's like, just a this computer is what you are. saying instead of you picking out of the deck. Love that. But I still think I bring my like psychic energy to it. And I need I needed to do our spirit animal cards, but I kept forgetting. So this is now like the backup plan. Your phone's choosing for us. Okay, I'll do you. You just press it and it spins around kind of? Readings. Hmm. One card. One card. Close your eyes and focus on the topic you want a reading about. <laughs> Call upon the animal spirits asking for their assistance. I shouldn't Close massage. your eyes. Oh feel that mm. feel that guidance you are about to receive is wise and benevolent message that will help you on your path. Then touch the screen to begin. Do a touch. <laughs> <laughs> the cards have been shuffled. <laughs> now please pick one card above. Oh. Ooh, there is a pic- there's, there's so many. Pic- not too many to unlock the full version. Oh, let's unlock. Oh. We got to unlock. Sorry, 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 I only sorry. Had a, There was like only 12 cards. I'm getting the full version. I was like, what if they, my animal's trapped behind a paywall? Well, it's six ninety nine, but you got to <laughs> do what you got to do. <laughs> I'm not okay. I don't really believe that it's really my animal unless I know that all 48 no, cards I, are there for me. No, that's exactly correct. You shouldn't. And okay. I put my foot down and stopped the reading. <laughs> that's, you got to do what you got to do. Okay. Close your eyes and focus on the okay, topic you want to read. Mm. Close your eyes and focus on the topic you want a reading about. Mm. Now call upon the spirit animals asking for their assistance. Feel that the guidance you are about to receive is a wise and benevolent message that will help you on your path. Mm-hmm. Now touch the screen to begin. Mm. The now. cards have been shuffled. Please pick one card above. Mm. There's so many. Mm. Mm. <gasps> A hummingbird. A hummingbird. <laughs> Joy. I love that for me. Wow. What else does it say? Just joy? Oh, here we go. Lighten up with the spirit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's like kind of condescending immediately. Lighten up. What was? It? What do you need guidance about? I didn't, that's my little... Okay, my I know what you need guidance about. Lighten up with the spirit of the hummingbird. This tiny and beautiful animal symbolizes joy. It can certainly be a very useful ally in those times of great changes where challenges and darkness sometimes feel overwhelming. Mm. Giving in to fear will never help, though, as you always, as you will always perceive the reality you are the vibration of. Therefore, maintaining joy is not just denial or wishful thinking. It is a perfectly sensible strategy based on the idea that you will always reap what you sow. If you instill positive energy, you will get a positive outcome. Making joy and optimism a priority will then always be the best way to live your life by using them as a guiding light. As Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that created them. It may not always be easy to reconnect to this profound truth, especially Mm. if you are facing dark circumstances. That is why the hummingbird is coming to you to support and uplift you and help you generate this this computer generated choice, a higher vibration in your consciousness. Feel how the humming sound made by its wings can raise your mood. I do love a noise machine. Do whatever you can right now to bring some joy into your being. Even very simple things will do. It will start the ball rolling in the right direction. Does anyone have some rosé? Here's a a message from the hummingbird. Oh, it's writing to me? Always choose joy over fear, as this strategy will always lead to the best positive outcome. They already said that. Well, just reiterating. Okay. All right. Now I'll do my... Wow, I'm happy with my hummingbird choice feels appropriate for what i'm facing okay 
readings, one card. Now you have to do it for me. Okay. Close your eyes mm-hmm. and focus on the topic you want a reading about. Mm-hmm. Call upon all the animal spirits asking for their assistance. Literally all. I've called them all. Although there's only 48, so just think of those. Okay, yeah. Feel that the guidance you are about to receive is a wise and benevolent message that will help you on your path. Then touch the screen to begin. Get ready to pick. There's so many options now. I know, because you unlocked it for seven bucks. Gorilla. Ah. Family. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What does gorilla mean? That's a twist. That's a huge twist. I did not. It's a psychedelic gorilla. It's a psychedelic It's made of only neon colors. And has piercing white bright eyes. That's. (laughs) Do you want to read mine? (laughs) The spirit of the gorilla suggests you dedicate more time to your home and family. Oh. Did you maybe focus too much on your work lately? Or did you give too much time to your social activities and friends, neglecting the people closest to you? Linda's listening to this. <laughs> your family and your home will always be your anchor when life becomes challenging and things seem to get out of control. Yes, sometimes conflict can arise even between family members. <laughs> Lol, of course. But beyond <laughs> drama, they are still those who won't let you down when you really need support. So do your best to take care of those relationships and realize that most arguments are not really worth it. It's good to think about. Mm-hmm. The gorilla also invites you to spend more time at home. Love. And simply benefit from this well-deserved rest. But love a well-deserved rest. Message from the gorilla. Just reiteration again. <laughs> Spend more time at home. <laughs> and enjoy your family life. Wait, but I spend so much time at home. He wants, the gorilla wants to spend more time at home. I literally spend every day at home. 23 hours isn't enough. Make it 24. Don't leave home. <laughs> It's based, the gorilla's like, stop seeing friends. It's like, focus on family and spend more time at home. FaceTime with your mom for like three hours a day. FaceTime with your dad for three hours a day. Call your siblings. Stay at home. Close the door. Close the curtains. That's what the gorilla wants. (laughs) It's hard in this heat wave to stay alone. (laughs) Stay home. That is hot. It's so fucking hot. It's been so hot in LA and like, it's like... It, it sounds annoying to complain about, but it truly is, like, oppressively hot. It was so hot on Friday that I think I'd never experienced that level of heat. It reached where I was doing errands. It reached 117, which is just, like, insane. Like That's like an oven. It's an oven. And, mm-hmm. like, every time you leave a cool space, it would just be, like, a hot hairdryer, like, blowing your face there was no escape except for restaurants and like malls. No house is really like fully equipped to like handle that level of heat with AC. It's just like everywhere you go, it's like it's like everything's kind of like still hot unless you have like an industrial size, like giant, like you know, yeah. store, you know, whatever like, malls use or whatever. When I first moved to LA in two thousand eight, I didn't have I never had air conditioning in my I didn't live in an apartment with air conditioning until maybe like five years ago. So I spent like the first five years of my LA journey, just like you had some sweaty nights. I bet not even like it really didn't ever, maybe there'd be one or two nights. It would be like, Oh, but not never enough to be like, Oh my God. Like I have, like I have to get an AC or I will die. And then finally, like after living in West Hollywood for a couple years, I was like, okay, I have to get AC or I'll die. I just can't believe that it got that hot and that I'll tell you this, the city became a 
ghost town. Mm-hmm. No cars were on the road. Like people were truly just staying inside wherever they could. They were trapped. They were gorilling. Yeah, they were. It was were, a lot of gorilla. The energy. gorilla <laughs> literally <laughs> was giving those piercing white eyes to basically everyone in LA on Friday to mm-hmm. be like, stay home. Focus on family. Focus on your family because and spend more time if you at go, home. If you go outside, it's gonna not the gorilla's not happy and it'll make you hot. No, it's pretty it was pretty brutal. And still is like kind of brutal. It's still really hot. It's still like high nineties, which we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's not ideal. Thank God it's a dry heat, that's all I have to say. Is it? Because it feels humid. It's not that humid. I was just in Kansas City where it was like 102 degrees. Ugh, and I you was love like, a Kansas City sweat journey. It's, every time I go, it's so hot and sweaty. Well, that's because you've gone in the summer. Well, I didn't know it's always like that. <laughs> do we have any readers from there? I don't know. We probably do have readers from there. Um. Anyways, it was really hot. I was there like not too long ago. And it was like an instant sweat, like where you just put on fresh clothes and you're like, ah. And you go outside and you're like literally drenched within like five minutes. Yeah. It was intense. That was what, like, what it was like when we shot the video a year ago for Losing All Sense with Lara in it. But then also this is what it was like when I was just playing a show there like 10 days ago. And it's just like Kansas City won't give me a break with the temperature. We walked from like the hotel we were staying in to a restaurant that was maybe like a 10 minute walk away or 15 minutes. Yeah. And you were covered in sweat to the point, like, you looked like you'd just gone to, like, a Barry's boot camp class. Yeah. Or worse. Like, you'd just taken a bath. Yeah. With your clothes on. I love when you go animal-style sweat. Yeah. It's fun. It's the gorilla warning us. It's the gorilla energy. Get to your home. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can I share something that I'm really concerned about? I want you to share. Okay. So, when I was at the Grateful Dead show, or the Dead and Company show at the Gorge, I was dancing a lot and like having a lot of fun but then the next day my toenails really hurt like my big toenails were like so sore and i was like what happened like why are they so sore i'm intrigued and now they're brute they have bruises on them and i feel i'm afraid that they're gonna fall off did you black out and have someone stomp on your feet i don't know i don't know if my shoes i think my shoes might have been too tight and then i was just like boogieing and then now i'm paying the price Yeah, I'm nervous. They're starting. At first, they didn't Ooh. start to bruise, and then now they're slowly starting. Oh. oh, see, oh my gosh! Well, it's not as shocking as I thought it was. No, it's up. not a total. If it was a troll toe, I would not show you. I wouldn't tell anyone. But it's about still it. this cause for alarm. But the, the thing that's sad is it's not one but oh. two big toes. So what? I'm like, what you do did I a do? doozy on your big toes. I did. And then weren't happy, and I'm. Willing to say it was probably a too small shoe. It was a too small shoe. Plus, you were probably dancing on a slope because the gorge is a slope. Yeah. So you're kind of I was like in the pit. cramming your toes down on like slopes, crawling around. Yeah. And just like dancing. jumping around, like dancing, like you're really living, laughing, loving, being so free. And then the next day I woke up and it was like a no toe zone. And you then were now. You the hummingbird, which wasn't your card. And no. you should have been thinking about I the gorilla. I should have been thinking in more of a gorilla headspace. Where your toes would be fine. But what do I do? Have you ever had a toe nail fall off? No. No, I haven't. And I don't want to. I've only had one fall off once. It sounds terrifying. It's and awful. I don't want to see it or be a part of it. I already. The readers know that I already have like foot anxiety. We all know. Oh, God. I've been having skin journeys. Jesus Christ. But like. What if my two big toenails fall off? There's really no bouncing back from that. I, I mean, mean, it was the bounce back. I've been googling it like hardcore. It's like months. The bounce back is 
you get one millimeter of growth per month. So it takes <laughs> six months. That is a troll. That is just a like, universe troll. And to it's do just like two, an exposed, raw, under just nail like thing for skin, six months? A skin toe. Ooh. <laughs> horrible scab i don't even get it i don't know but i'm like i don't the bruising isn't bad but i'm like if it gets really like what is the like i don't know what's gonna happen and i wish that i just knew like i don't think your your things are gonna fall your toes nails are gonna they seem like they're gonna be okay and maybe just have like a bruise yeah but do i put them in ice what do i do do they hurt yeah they feel bruised hmm well I'd probably wear non-constricting shoes, like maybe some sandals to Mm -hmm. let them like kind of be free for a little bit. Yeah. Like those sneakers already look like maybe a no for the toe. Mm -hmm. And I'd let them be free for a little bit and see whether they kind of like ease up on the pain. But if they get darker purple, then it's an urgent care moment. I'm afraid of the color scheme. If it gets darker, then if it starts getting worse, it's urgent care for you. But it's not urgent care because it's like, that seems a little dramatic. Well, I mean, I went with some skin issues once. Should I? Should I go? Urgent care is not the ER. It's not that dramatic. You just go. No, I know, Let's but they're chill. gonna just be like. I mean, like your toes bruised. They're gonna be like you had bruised toe. I'm sorry. I need to know from the readers: Have you ever had like? They're gonna be like the cats two... looking at the mouse at your mom's house. They're gonna be like, hmm, well, yeah, that's interesting, but keep going. Okay, they're like, cool. So thanks for showing me your toe. Um, let me charge your insurance company, and here's the copay of thirty dollars. Thanks. Because uh, honestly, no, it'll be like ninety dollars. You've health insurance, yeah, but it's still like with my insurance, it's still expensive. Ugh, troll. Like I'm not trying to just like live, laugh, love, and spend ninety for a bruised toe, but no. I also just like don't really want this toe to go. Maybe because your readers are so enamored with you and so supportive, you could do like a toe GoFundMe. <laughs> a toe fund me. A toe fund me. <laughs> I feel like people want your toes to be healthy. Look, here's the deal. Deals. My mental health is going to suffer immensely if both of my big toe nails oh, fall God. off. It's not what you need right now. That's like truly the last thing I need is for my two big toes to just become skin nebs. I'm be- I mean, my little bubbles come and go every day. I'm just sort of like learning to live with this new reality. I have this like weird like eczema that shows up as little bubbles on my hands it's just like crazy yeah but it was really severe the fr- when i did the episode with you and ryan i was wearing gloves mm-hmm. which we talked about already so we didn't go back there yeah no need to revisit past traumatic experiences but it's just let's just say like any sort of troll like that it's like this is like another universe test and like a mario boss to yeah. beat is like how do i keep a toenail boss yeah which is like arguably one of the worst kinds of bosses I don't even really know what, yeah. Yeah, I don't know either, but I just thought I'd throw that out there because it's well, like really causing... Did you dance really hard again when you saw The Dead and Company less than a week later? Yeah, but I was wearing sandals. Okay, that's good. And then I You I've can gone... never get enough of Dead and Co. That's <laughs> one thing that I'll... I, I feel like I can relate to you on so many levels <laughs> and I love you to death. But one thing I truly will never understand is like you and Christine and that crew's love for Dead & Co. And being able to see them endlessly. Yeah. I don't really love like an extended jam journey. And You would like their music though, I think. I don't know if I would. I think you would. I remember having to listen to the Grateful Dead a lot when I was younger and like carpools and being like, Ugh. You were like, no. I'd be like, this song never ends. <laughs> Then someone be like, it's the extended version of like Boobaloobala or whatever it's called. <laughs> It'd be like 38 minutes of just like. 
beep, 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 beep. Yeah. And when I'd I was like, younger. Ugh. <laughs> it was a troll to me then. It still is. When I was younger, I would be like, I don't understand what the point is of a 20 minute song. But now I'm like, I just want like a 45 minute song. Oh like God. I'm I would, so ready. Especially in like a heat like place with a lot of other people, I would be extra troll because then they'd be like, uh, and they'd be like, oh God, it's crowded. And they're just playing a 45 minute song. I hate that. It was incredibly hot this past weekend <laughs> when I went at Dodger stadium. It was like, I was full melting drosty Kansas city style. Gorilla I don't know sweat. why you did it, but you just have a commitment. Yeah, I have a commitment and it was fun. No, Love that for you, but not for me. Well, you had a bad experience trying to go to a Grateful Dead concert. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trolled by the dead my whole life. You have like a long history of being trolled by the dead. Because not only was there like peer pressure when you're like in seventh grade, at least in New England, to like be into the dead and like kind of like get behind it. It's like a huge Massachusetts contingency. Yeah, or like New New Hampshire, Vermont people. Uh And everyone's like 12, 13. They're like, come on, man. Like, let's go like get like, what are they called? Like Dave's Picks or whatever. Dick's picks. Dick's picks. And like, listen to this cassette. And I'd be like, uh huh. And I'd be like, fake Sounds into cool. it. Sounds cool. And I'd be like, okay. And then I'd be like, secretly <laughs> like, I fucking hate this. This one was Madonna. <laughs> Fuck off. Ah! And then. <laughs> this is pre you coming out of the closet, right? Oh, yeah. Did this you know like you were me, gay at this point? Like, you know, like in that way that you know, but you're like, mm, no. Yeah, like, where you're, you're just like getting boners for men. And you're, you're like, like, that's not real. <laughs> You're just yeah. like, that's not real. It's happening you're right like, now. You're like, this happens to everyone, I'm sure. Yeah, you're just like, oh, that's just like friction against your shorts. And then trying to like get into a <laughs> Then trying to get into the dead. Also, being, I just was not into like what every seventh grader was into, which is basically like the Bob Marley box set is a no for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Zeppelin fan. In fact, just generally classic rock isn't my thing. Oh, whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Wow. I find it tiresome and it triggers me and brings back memories of being like low key, like, ba- like gay bashed. And then I just think of it and I'm like, Ugh, or like carpools where you're like, it's like hot and you're in the backseat and there's like golden retriever hair and you're just like, it smells gross. And then, <laughs> and then like, on top and of that, just like a 30 minute song of like the dead from Dick's pick. Oh my God. And you're just like, ah. So then I cut my. my <laughs> My, you feel this like, is where you and I really, yeah, I we really go can't relate at all. Completely different directions. Yeah. I was like getting into the Pixies and like Liz Fair and like the Breeders and stuff, Love. and like Jeff Buckley. But I was like, <laughs> anything with a jam was just a no for me. And I remember trying to get into it and failing. But then my parents had these friends from Portland, Oregon, and they came to visit us. And their oldest daughter was probably like, I don't know like four or five years older than me mm-hmm. and like when i was maybe 13 or 14 like the dead were playing in boston but i guess it was sold out or something i don't even remember but it was raining mm-hmm. and she was like don't worry she was like wearing like a patchwork like dress like you know the vibe that yeah. she had like ash on like that kind of situation where you're yeah like, why and then she's like it's just the vibe and you're like i don't get it but okay <laughs> And she was like, you know, like, she was like, like, you come to this concert with me? Yeah, she was like, I'm going to take you to the dead. And I was like, do we have tickets? And she was like, don't worry. And I was like, <laughs> well, I guess I should see them. I kind of was like, I need to see them before, like, you know, before you make any And Jerry decisions. was alive. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I just need to like experience this because it seems to be like what everyone that's straight is into. Yeah. Find me a gay fan and I'll be, I'd like to have a conversation. Andy with Cohen the, is a gay fan of the dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. If you're listening, <laughs> call me up and explain it to me. Anyway, so then she was like, here's what you have to do. And mind you, I'm like kind of really looking up to her and like 
majorly confused, but also like <laughs> not into talking to strangers on the street. Mm-mm. And she was like, we need to like split up to cover the most amount of ground possible. And I was like, what? And it was like raining. And I was like, um, what are we doing? She's like, you need to In raise. In the lot, right? No, like all around the whole. Like, like on Shakedown Street and like around the whole venue. The whole venue, like side streets, just looking for people that were going. And I had to raise my finger, hold <laughs> it in the air and say, I need a miracle over and over again for hours. I need a miracle. I need it. Then we'd like reunite and she'd be like, any luck? And I'd be like, no. She's like, we got to keep going. And I'd be like, I need a miracle. And I'd be like, didn't the concert start? She's like, but still, they go on forever, which is true. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, it's like a five-hour concert. <laughs> and we kept in the rain trying to get a miracle. We did not get a miracle. So then, then we just shuffled back into the car, wet. And she was like, wow. Oh, wow. And I was like. <laughs> You're I was like, like I hate that this. was so annoying. <laughs> and so not fun at all. And only further pushed me into the anti-dead yeah perspective that's an understandable where i was just like god you've been trolling me for years already and then now i'm trolled like in person where i'm now wet and like didn't get the miracle no now this and now I'm that was irresponsible of her to take you like she should have been a little more clear like it's not like i'm taking you to a concert no she misled me she was like well don't worry it'll be fine i remember at the end she was like so weird normally i always get a miracle and i was just like okay well i guess when you decide to go to a show with no ticket you're like pretty much rolling the dice i know and i was just like that's a lesson for me to never do that again (laughs) and i learned I never did it again. A lot of people I know have gotten miracled. Thanks. Someone you want to go? The... You want to talk to her? I can put you in contact with her. <laughs> Someone that came to the concert <laughs> on like, Saturday night, they got miracled. Well, a floor pit wristband. I didn't get it. Are you chill? <laughs> 1991 Boston wasn't happening for me. Sad. Or 92, I don't remember. At the Gorge, what really weirded me out was, so if you go there, which you know because you perform there. Mm-hmm. You camp like it. I mean, I guess you could drive in and drive out, but like, the I nearest think. town is like far. far. So you go there, you like camp, see the show, then like go home. And Great. I was really shocked about like the cast of characters that like managed to find their way to the gorge and like camp there successfully. Like there were so many, and I feel like there are more. There's always going to be TBDs at like a, in a concert scenario, but the like Dead and Co. Come but on, Dead and Co. And like any sort of jam band, it's going to be the craziest, wildest. Like there was spirits. literally, we got there on a Thursday afternoon, and the show was on Friday evening, so we had like a day and a half, like almost 24 hours to like chill. And we're walking around, and there was already some old guy, like clearly just like frying his brains off on acid like wandering wow. around with a guitar and i was like how did you get here like how did you who get gave you here? the ride who gave you the ride do they, are they friends of yours i don't know he it reminds really me scary. of that guy in the dmt truck at the form <laughs> festival <laughs> just handing out dmt Oh my god, yeah. He feels like he maybe, maybe would have gone to like a dead and co journey. He probably did and does. That was wild. That was wild. We went to Form Arcosanti, which, which is, is like a great festival. It's a great festival. It's a new music festival. Yeah. In Arizona. In Arizona. A couple years ago, two years ago now. At this like what is it? Like an architectural gem of a place. Yeah, I think it's just called Arcosanti. Yeah. It's like a 
it's like a cool building in the middle of the like desert. Structure. Yeah. That then they can like build a campground around, which when we went was in its infancy. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was a little rough. Hot. It was a little hot. <laughs> we were roughing it. But it managed to collect and attract the, mo- the most high using drug audience I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It, sh- it truly like, did. Every corner you turn, someone would be like throwing a different type of drug in your way, being like, want it? Like, here's some pills. It was really, it was like, we were like, I've never, I've never been somewhere and I've been like to a lot of festivals and like druggy scenarios, but like that exceeded my expectations of like how hard people were ready to like party and try like really like in my mind, semi fringe drugs. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Like where you're just not just like some weed or something or like whatever. It's like there was literally a trailer that almost felt like it was like hired by the festival. It looks so legit with like this dude with like a long white beard and long white hair. And he was just giving people like weird doses of DMT, which is like kind of, in my opinion, like a fringe drug. Like it's not something that like most people, you know, have done. No, it's like an intense. That's like an intense journey. Yeah. But I don't know if I would ever be ready to just like be like, sure. Why not? Like we're in a field in Arizona, like <laughs> or a trailer. Cool. A trailer in Arizona. And that was like a pretty fun weekend. But I, so I went only for one, (laughs) did I go for one night? Two Two. nights. And the whole thing was three. Mm -hmm. And I definitely felt lost when you left. Yeah. Cause I had to leave cause I had to like, I was like putting myself up for this job the next day. So I had to like leave a day early and like I couldn't go to ham because I had to be like not fried when I got back. So like I really started like, calming down within like 24 hours before i left and like had a chill last night there and everyone was going like loco like we literally saw someone get fired from their job by their boss in a screaming fight in the main center of the area and this person was like on so much coke like it truly was just like it was it was a wild it was a wild drug fuck fest too and apparently i slept through like a huge orgy that happened in the tent next to us who oh i think i've heard about it oh my god i forgot about that (laughs) i forgot about that orgy these two guys oh my god full-blown group sex orgy while i was sleeping a full-blown like not just like a he he let's like make out it was like they all like fucked and sucked each other for all night and then women one, and men it was women not, and men was, then one of the girl like one of the girls that one of them was dating walked in on the orgy and she wasn't part of the orgy so then a screaming match yeah. ensued did we wake up for that i didn't wake up for any of that i think i heard some of it i remember being like what the hell no i just like truly was like i'm tired i ate an entire bag of kettle chips like a huge one and then i was like and then was out and missed the orgy missed the scream confrontation which is one of my favorite oh, things you would to just hear. love when you left when the whole when i witnessed the firing yeah which was truly 
truly wild because it was two people that I sort of knew. And then it turned into like a spectacle for like 150 people where like a full blown screaming match and firing happened. <laughs> well, where it was like, don't bother coming into work on Monday style. That person that got <laughs> fired, they were teeing up for a firing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Their behavior from like they had gone full babe and it was like i i truly it was a babe that i couldn't even fuck with i was like i need to be far away from this person like i can't deal and then it was like not surprising to me that they ended up getting the axe at the end of that weekend because they were truly they had spun wildly out of control (laughs) he was really babying out like so hard that was the most like babe festival experience i think i've ever had just because it was in such a unique location it was only like a couple hundred people no it was like 1200 people it was like 1200 but that's small compared mm. to like coachella which is like eighty thousand or so you shit. can't like really escape certain people like, yeah you so keep it's finding like, them. you're just gonna like keep kind of finding like randoms or like running having to run into people or like talk to people that you don't necessarily want to talk to Oh, remember the remember the shade that I got? By who? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we keep having a mouth by a legit performing artist. That I'd met a lot of times before. A very well known artist now. Who is like a sweetie. Like our interactions had been perfectly nice and we ran into each other because it was also the kind of thing that you like don't know who's gonna be there until you get there and then all of a sudden, you're like running into people that you know. This, and this shade guy, is so funny. It's so insane. It's a good. It's a good shade. Like I love it, and I'm like, it kind of is like on brand. But also so weird because he doesn't know you that well. I know. So it was shocking, but I love to be shocked. I think he was just like reading the fact that you had straight blonde hair, and that was what he just ran with. So we like <laughs> run into each other, and I was like, "Oh my god, hi! How are you? Like, so nice to see you." And he was like, "What are you doing here?" And I was like. <laughs> Coming to, I was like, I'm at the festival. Like, wow, wild! I came with Ed, and he's like, shouldn't you be at the mall? (laughs) (laughs) I cannot believe he said that. I forgot. I wish we could reveal it was so bad. I'm sure some of the readers have listened to this person. They're like quite relevant right now. (laughs) It was a wild shade. It was truly. Shouldn't you be at the mall? beyond shade it was just like a full-blown insult (laughs) (laughs) and i was like probably what did you say back to that well i was like i can't fight that because i do (laughs) love malls i love them but you don't love them that much i love them a lot but i don't feel like like, i don't feel like i get texts from you constantly being like i'm at the mall (laughs) like Like, it's like every once in a while you'll mall out it doesn't feel like it's like you're it's definitely not my thing no but like he was just reading you for being white and have like straight blonde hair yeah and i was like touche but no i'm here (laughs) you be at the mall (laughs) (laughs) like you just like this is too complex a festival for your brain yeah basically was what he's saying which it kind of was in a lot of ways You owned the read and then left. I owned it and I was like, okay. And then <laughs> stayed and then left early. <laughs> Took to the mall. <laughs> that was, I forgot how insane that shade was. It was insane. Then there was like, remember later that night, there, like, we ran into another friend who'd brought a guy friend with him. And then, like, 
the friend's guy friend and I were kind of like having a flirty moment and then it mouth who they were so many things friends? are edited out of this episode sorry guys you just can't reveal everything not kind of can't share all the names and our all the friend's law. friend and I were kind of having like a cute flirty moment and then Skrillex was gonna DJ so we were like <laughs> let's go check out Skrillex like fuck yeah and like we go down to like the concert area to like see Skrillex is and that then- the one where you had to like climb down the mountain no this was okay. that was later in the That's night so intense and so we're watching like this performance but then this guy keeps trying to like grab my hands and like dance with me like wait and i was like no like stop like i don't like to dance like that like i just want to like vibe out by myself like i don't want to know i was in a no touch but then except you were a touch later with the lesbian <laughs> Well, no, well, she wasn't a lesbian. You were trying to full on come on to a girl to the point where I think she had to tell her boyfriend or something to like. No, she told Chris. So wait, so this guy was trying to dance with me, and I then forgot my bandmate was. There. Yeah, so he was trying to dance with me, and then he would like grab my hands and be like, try and get close, but his breath smelled so bad mm. that I was like, I actually like can't. Not only can I not dance with you, like I can't ever see you again. <laughs> You need to be erased from my life. Forever. I was like, you're done. You're dead to me. Like, I can't do like a bat. Like, there's no bounce back from a first impression, like monster breath. Like it's a halitosis, like, like extreme. Yeah. And it's not like he can go like brush his teeth. Like we're in the middle of the desert, like so far away from the tent. So you ghosted his ass. So I ghosted him. And then like we later, in, you there was feeling another kind of flirty later. Yeah, then I was feeling flirty later. <laughs> this is we had to really hike funny. down a mile, like a mile. So far. And down very, to another stage lit. that was like a blow-up stage that was built on like the edge of a cliff. Which was near the DMT trailer. Yeah. And then someone else was like DJing at that like stage and it was like a rave, like an outdoor rave. And so I was feeling like very flirty and amorous and I had I saw this girl or this woman <laughs> that was like gorgeous. And so I just like kind of vibed over to her and was like dancing <laughs> you basically sexually harassed someone no, yes, you did you touched i forgot oh my god it's all coming back to me your moves we were dancing and then like hugging each other and kind of like kissing a little bit and then i did like she was wearing these shorts so then i was just kind of like so creepy feeling the- <laughs> Sticking the finger under the edge of the shorts and running your finger along the contour of the leg (laughs) is a major creep move. Not at like the crotch, but just like a little like... That's pretty close. (laughs) On the outside edge. We were like fully dancing. And you scared the shit out of her. (laughs) Did I? I, Yeah, she had to like flee then. Once you did the inside crotch touch. I didn't do a crotch touch. All right. Well, you did a high It was like as though we were... Finger under... We were slow dancing, (laughs) neck kissing, and like nuzzling. And then I just decided to do a little like finger (laughs) under the edge of the shorts. Like a little skin... Contact like caress like maybe we'll take this like further later I don't know but like I'm in the moment we're in a field rave in Arizona on the edge of a cliff like you're beautiful like let's make out and like I'm just gonna do a little feel of the edge of your shorts but then she didn't like that so she ran away <laughs> no she didn't she ran away to Ed's bandmate Chris and then she was like this hungry lesbian is trying to attack me. And then he looked over and I was just like still like dancing in the field alone. Cause she ran away. I was like, whatever they, they come and they go like you win some, you lose some. Anyways. And then they were like, and then Chris goes, like, is that that's friend? What, Chris was like, 
oh, that's Lara. She's really cool. Like, I love her. And then the girl was like, oh. And then she came back. <laughs> I love this. Love she came back and tried to reconnect. And then I was like, I felt, I felt angry because then <laughs> I was like, I was giving myself to you so vulnerably and then you tried to go and call me a hungry lesbian to our friend who vouched for me not a hungry lesbian not that there's not that there's anything wrong with being a hungry lesbian <laughs> but like Man. don't put it in a negative light and associate it with me put and it then in a positive light put it in a positive light and be excited because we were making out and having a good time so i thought so then we didn't nothing really ever went anywhere no but i loved that god festival journeys I've had a lot. What's your craziest festival journey? There was one time that we were playing this festival in, I think this one was in the Netherlands called like Pukkelpop or Lowlands. It was one, it was either Belgium or the Netherlands. It was one or the other. And it was like pretty early in our career. And we had like a slot before, <laughs> wait, no, a slot right after LaRue. I don't know if anyone remembers mm-hmm. LaRue. But like this was in the peak of like like LaRue was just right? yeah. She was just busting out on the scene, so like she should have had a higher up slot. But like she basically broke between the time she was booked and then the time that like she was playing. Like yeah. she should have been like like we should not have played after her. And um I remember just first of all, like there was like a storm approaching, and I was like, I guess I'll check out LaRue. And then like literally the crowd was like screaming at such a high pitch of like love and adulation towards her that I had never in my life heard a crowd scream like that for mm-hmm. like everything she did. She could just be like, Hey, and people like, ah! and she'd be like <laughs> freaking the fuck out. And I was like, Oh my God. And then I was, then the storm started coming and then I was like, Whoa, that's going to be a really weird act to follow with our like mellow vibes and like auto harp journey mm-hmm. and like harmonizing and like, like la la la. Like, you know, like it's just like, and then of course like the tent cleared out and we were like, Ooh, <laughs> and then the storm came and it became like crazy thunderstorm, torrential rain. And then this brings us back to brewing. I had to take a ferocious brew <laughs> at a porta potty in like a, temperature very hot day Mm-mm. right before going on stage Mm-mm. where i literally had to like hold the door closed from like the gale force winds that were like gonna knock over the porta potty then they were then i was like oh my god like this fucking sucks like how am i doing this like i have to get on stage in like 10 minutes and i'm in like a really bad brew place mm-hmm. and then Nightmare. i was just like oh fuck i just have to like do this and then i just got on stage and then like there were people there, and it was they were supportive. Wait, did whatever. you brew before? I brewed. Okay, good. But it was like a stressful moment. Yeah, it was, was like a, a sweaty. It was a sweaty. Like your time is limited, and like the weather is that's like, like going to knock ideal. you over. Yeah, not ideal circumstances. Like thunder, everything crazy. But I'm proud of you for powering through because like I powered that's through not the brew. Easy. And then I was like, I have to hit the stage, and I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then I was like, okay, like the first ten minutes were like chill and i was like whatever we can get through this like we, we can do it but then our stage faced directly in the like we faced exactly in front of like one of the bigger main stages and i don't know who's like this was just like a poor scheduling moment where this band called the deftones unsure if you're familiar with them mm-hmm. but like they're literally a lot of their stuff is like Hah! it's like that kind of thing it's like a scream heavy 
thunderously loud, aggressive music. Yeah. And their volume was like probably three or four times louder than ours. So we had to like try to like continue 45 minutes of a set over them like scream coring over us. <laughs> and like people in the audience were like, mm, confused. Like, and it was like the cheers for us were like one one hundredth of the brew had. Mm-hmm. And it was a tough one to get through because I was also just like potentially having to brew again like gale force winds and rain and then like screaming screaming facing us where i could barely even hear myself sing or any instrument from the deftones yeah it's just one of many like festival journeys that's an intense one that's more of like a troll than a lol journey i thought you were gonna go to a place of like lol tell a funny story well it is kind of funny what i had to like you know it's lol that like had to brew and then like yeah loved that brew sound but it was a troll to me and us at the time and but Mm -hmm. we loll about it now because we're just like that was a really unfortunate experience yeah Yeah. it wasn't fun but that's like happens i feel like when you're just starting out well it happens when even when you're not just starting out yeah (laughs) there's one thing that we know yeah you never know how a festival is going to troll you or soothe you yeah and that's just the nature of festivals are you playing more festivals coming up yes what are you playing? There's a bunch. Like, I don't really... I mean, Flow Festival in Finland, um, Way Out West in Sweden, Oya in Norway, Green Man in Wales, Route de Rock in France, some German ones I forget the name of. Wild. Some Polish one. More festies. Love. In fact, actually, a revisit to that festival for the first time since we played. No. Yes. I love that. I'll get to revisit the, the origin story of... Of where that brew, maybe you can write happened. the injustices of the last time, and then you'll have like a great festival memory, and then you can yeah change the narrative. I would certainly hope that this time we don't have to play facing like a really intense heavy metal like scream band. Mm-hmm. That would that would soothe me. What if you got on stage and then I took the other stage and started a scream sing? I'd support that actually because that <laughs> would be fun. And I'd be like, oh my God, Lara's here. A fun troll. Yeah, I'd support it. I would love that. I'd also like to see how long you could last with a scream. Um, I want to talk about someone who's really babying out on Instagram right now and it just needs to be discussed. And that person, I think you don't know this person because I was like telling you earlier and you were like, who? Yeah. But so But I can respect the game. Yeah. So Stefano Gabbana of Dolce and Gabbana is like going on celebrities' Instagrams and like commenting just like rude comments. Like Selena Gomez went on she posted like a photo of herself and he commented like ugly. <laughs> so crazy. How old is he? He's like fifty five. <laughs> He's having a moment. He's having a true meltdown. Where else has he commented? I love just ugly. So rude. Just cut to the chase. Yeah. No, he he said, he wrote, she's so ugly. <laughs> under her own thing. What the fuck? Then he went under, I took a... Uh, I, I've got to see this. I took a screenshot. So rude. Under the Kardashians, they posted like a thing recently and he posted he said the most cheap people in the world (laughs) (laughs) he's just like freely talking shit on which picture of selena did he do it to i don't know oh you don't remember i want to remember damn i'm dying i really want to see his comment she's so ugly that is so rude selene's but dolce and gabbana have been like babed out before publicly because they did didn't they say like gay men that adopt babies is like not natural they had like a whole moment with that. 
then now he's just like freely commenting on women's Instagram mostly and just being like, is he ugly. gay? I think so. I don't really know. I, I think, like yeah. That's like not only a babe, but like a like, that's like harassment. Yeah. He's harassing. I'm like, you're a designer. Like, you have a brand worth like millions of dollars. Like, what do you have to be so mad about? It's just like, I don't like, I don't like him. He's like, I'm not a fan. <laughs> you should just be like, I'm not a fan. So oh. much. <laughs> What I found I found an article that outlines like all his really comments. Yeah, come here. So the media's been taking note. So he commented on a Selena Gomez just, daily. A Selena oh, Gomez a daily, page. a fan page. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? What is this thing about Selena Gomez? The most cheap people in the world. Uh, <laughs> Wait, who's this one of? But then she w- took a picture with Courtney Kardashian. Took a photo with him. So I'm like, who is running his account? Does he have like a random running his account that's like hate commenting, or is it him? And then he's just like, hee hee, lol. Is, is it a more? joke? There is more. Someone found something else recently. I love that. Like everyone just caught on to this. Like, what are the repercussions? Anything? Um, still, some stylists are refusing to like put women in his clothes now. I mean, that's all you can really do in that situation. <laughs> the cheapest people in the world. And he's like, let's get a picture together. Yeah. Has he responded? No. He's just kind of like doing whatever he wants to do. Oh. Oh, he went up <laughs> Kate Moss as well. Yeah. He's really into like a He's hate. like a big misogynist, basically. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just wrote no on a photo of her. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a law, that one. That's not like no. I'm. I'm not here for like he. Yeah, I just think it's like so rude. It's rude, and I, I also know. think that like you're Why a designer. No? Like women are women are like the primary supporters of your business, and then you're gonna take your. Is he trying to just like sink the biz? I don't know, but it, 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 maybe he's mad at Dolce and like, like doing something. Yeah, I don't know. It just is, is. Like, sits really the wrong way with me. It's weird. I'm like, literally, women are, you're huge, the reason that you are who you are now from dressing and that, them. And him just being like, And I then hate you turning on them, especially like celebrities, just is like, are you well? Are you mentally ill? I have a lot of questions. I think he, huge, I love just no. He needs a wellness check. I don't think he is well. No. I would venture to say no. And also, I crown him babe of the week. He seems like a fucking babe of the week. Yeah. I just am curious how far he'll go until he's like, whoops, my bad. Yeah, like, is he alerted to this fact? Who's Dolce? Also, I want to know. Yeah, I don't know I didn't what even Dolce know who Gabbana was until now. Um, Should we do reader mail? Let's do reader mail. Okay. Babe? So sad Ryan is leaving. Has left. But anyways, I'm still up for being a strong supporter of anything Lara does. Can't wait to get to the shipping info on my merch purchase because, babe, it's been a while. I tend to get drunk and opinionated. The next day I wake up with regrets. I have to say, one night I ragged on you through Twitter DMs about your automatic Stasi slash Katie hate during a drunken sup binge. I woke up the next day thinking, gotta stop getting drunk and dumb. But I do still think you have some weird hatred with them and fail to see how awful the other cast members are. Anyways, even in Ryan's abrupt and total babe absence, still supporting babe and look forward to its transformations. Also looking forward to that $55 merch shipment info. 
This is a passive aggressive letter. This is really lovely. I think Ryan left because he was jealous of your Amazon wish list becoming fulfilled in a major way. TBD. Tell him I love him and miss him. Hope he has fun this summer. But I hope your podcast journey gets you rolling in dough because I love it. You were truly gifted, Lara. Maybe Babe needs to be scrapped completely. I don't care. Just keep producing and I'll contribute. I just gotten in a fight with my boyfriend that I should break up with. Locked myself in a spare bathroom with my phone, Benadryl, and beer. Got cozy and saw there was a Patreon Babe episode to settle down and listen to. It started off with, as many of you know, Ryan is leaving Babe, etc., etc. Well, I had not heard the previous episode. (laughs) It disturbed me to my core. I racked my brain on how and why Ryan could leave. Anyways, I got over it and then found the episode explaining his departure and was okay with that. He is still a Babe? Look forward to hearing from him later, though. Back in the spare, back in the spare bedroom fight. So, gotta go to bed. Love. You. <laughs> that was like a poetry yeah. reading. That was a saga. It was. You've a been saga. to a lot of places, and you're sharing them. Yeah. So the merch is coming. <laughs> you will get a shipment info when it's shipped, but it di- it does take six to eight weeks from the date of your order. So, like. It, we're still in that window but i hear you like i get very lit about getting my merch and like want to know where it is at all times and i assure you that the merch has been sent out to the <laughs> manufacturer and will be coming soon and you will hear first when it, your merch is shipped secondly <laughs> for sup i i've expanded I am very way less hatred towards Stassi and Katie now. So I don't know where you're at. And also, I don't know if you're a patron of the Sexy Unique podcast, but I talk a lot about all the different cast members and like have changed my tunes on a lot of them or just I'm having like eye-opening revelations about tons of dynamics. So, but I hear you. I definitely have been like hateful of Katie and Stassi. But you know what? They kind of deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know who they are. I do. I know who they are. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just like don't know what to say. Like you I'm don't just, know what like, to say. Yeah, I, I'm like glad that like you're discovering other avenues of like people on the show that are like changing your perspectives and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm still in season two. Yeah. Um. But <clears throat> thirdly, Benadryl is, is wild. A Benadryl, a fight. I love the thought that the reader is writing this. She's in the be- She's in the bedroom. Bathroom or bedroom? She oh she locked says locked myself into a spare bedroom with my oh. phone, Benadryl, and beer. Hmm. So she's fighting. She was listening to it and then wrote this email and then is going back to continue the fight with her boyfriend. Mm. You Maybe just need to break with, with an email. Yeah, I love an email like a like. Like I'm going to write to a podcast as like a break from a fight moment. I love that. I pray that more (laughs) readers like in the midst of like horrible fights with their significant (laughs) others or family or friends, take a break, write me an email. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I'm so stressed out. I need to write Laura now. Write me and then go back to your fight. But also I think maybe you should break up with this guy. I don't know. But I appreciate your thoughts and I'm always here for a thought. And babe is going to live on. Babe is living on. But I love also that she was like, I love this. I hope you keep it going. And then one second later was like, maybe it should be scrapped completely. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like maybe you don't know what you want. (laughs) I know that what you do want, though, is your merch. And it's going to come. So don't worry about that. (laughs) Oh, God. That was a good one. It was a really good one. It was a lot of different tones. So many different tones. It was wild. Gratitude, passive aggressive, fearful, loving. The whole thing. Yeah. It was fun for me to listen to. I'm glad you liked it. 
Okay, okay, here's a new one. I never thought I'd be hashtag blessed enough with a total babe story of my own to share, but yay, I do. My boyfriend and I lived next door to this fireman, fishing captain, and his second grade teacher girlfriend. We all knew she was fucking nuts, but they were kind of fun to hang with sometimes. She was about my age, 33 or older maybe, but is struggling with the whole growing the fuck up thing. Anyway, I did think she was a pretty cool chick and tried for years to get her to hang out or go to concerts with me, but she never followed through or texted back. Whatevs, don't need friends who don't want to be mine. Well, right after I finally moved in with my BF three years later, she told me that her and Fireman were having issues. No shit, we could hear her screaming at him. Which I also don't get because, hello, he's home like two days a week. How can you not be nice two days a fucking week for free rent and bills? (laughs) She ends up moving out, but according to her, they're still together. He had a different story, i.e. I'm fucking done with insert name that rhymes with mm, here. Sometimes he would ask me to watch his dog if he had a fishing charter or something, which was NBD since we lived right next door. So one day I go over to take the dog out and she's there. I'm like, uh, this is odd. Maybe she shouldn't be here. So I texted her figuring she could just feed the dog and I could stay out of it. But no. It turns out she'd still been sleeping with him, but he slept with someone else too. Shocker. And the girl he'd slept with texted him pics of her ass in their bed. I saw the text. How you ask? Because she hacked his fucking iCloud, then used an old garage door opener (laughs) to come back before she had to go to school one day to teach our youth to get into his house and steal his MacBook, where she proceeded to spend her entire school day when she should have been teaching monitoring his texts, copying and pasting them into God knows what until the battery was about to die. Then she went in my MacBook charger. Uh, sorry, I'm on a conference call. Obvi, I wasn't. So how did she know when to return it and when he'd be home? She was tracking his location and he had no clue. <laughs> Love. I told my boyfriend all this and we were like, okay, we should probably be good neighbors and tell this guy he's basically being stalked. So we did. I showed him how to change an iCloud password, turn off location services, block someone on Facebook, the whole nine. No sooner did he delete her location service than she rips into the driveway like she was fucking waiting for it. I ran out the back door, jumped the fence, Tito's in hand, and ran around the block through the neighbor's backyard and jumped over our fence, Tito's still in hand, to get the fuck away from her. Then she sent me some long... a bottle of Tito's? Yeah. She sent me some long-winded text about being a bad friend, woman to woman. Um, We aren't friends. Now she won't speak to me and talk shit about me to anyone who will listen because she says I encouraged her to do all that stuff. (laughs) But most everyone knows she's fucking crazy and she's now taken him back. According to her, they're together. Him, not so much. I ran into them at the grocery store and she glanced at me and stormed away to the meat department. So I talked to the fireman for a few extra minutes because the meat department is my least favorite place in the grocery store and I figured the bitch needed to suffer. I've blown, this is a saga. Oh my god! I love the. That's I, like a film. That is a film. I'm really into the second grade teacher's commitment to a full blown location stock scenario. She went full blown, babe. Mm-hmm. Like psych- psychotic levels. Yeah. Wow. I've never hacked into anyone's account. Is that just like a thing that people do? People do it. I've never hacked into anyone's account either. Like, I feel like the I just most feel like I, I keep hearing stories of being like, well, I just logged into their thing and found these pictures or texts. I'm like, why are you doing that? Yeah. You're looking for something. Yeah. Like, you're probably going to find it. <laughs> exactly. I went, I think I no went No one's into, closet is perfectly clean. Yeah. I think I did read through an ex-boyfriend's like emails once, just like a light, but I also didn't want to find anything bad. So I like didn't pry enough to like 
really find anything bad, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is crazy. And I would be so unsoothed if he was doing this to me. So then I just like stopped. Yeah. But I definitely had moments where I read my ex's texts when I was in a threesome. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, hmm. a thruple. I was in a thruple. Okay. Don't recommend for the readers, by the way. No, I think thruples, like, I'm going to just fully theory, say it. In theory, you think you're such a liberated and you're like, lol, I can do this. Nope. No. Someone's always going to get left out. Someone always gets left out. It's the nature of a three. Yeah. And I just don't recommend. Yeah. I second that. I'm not going to, like, go down the details, but I just feel like if you want to, like, have a healthy life, a thruple is not where you need to be. I don't care if you're gay pansexual intersex whatever don't be in a threesome yeah for no more threp. than a weekend no a weekend's fun yeah but like once the emotions get involved i'm it's a hard pass and a lot of a pointless drama yeah i don't think that i'd be able to do like a thruple very well there's full-on apps that are just about thruples really yeah what are they called, called? Like, i can't remember but like who's it that was well like, there's like the guest star like wherever you can like be like try and get in threesomes with people. There's apps. Yeah, the threesome app. Oh, okay. then like that must lead to some thruples. Yeah. I What's just, that like, one called again? I can't. Thrinder. Thrinder. I knew it was some weird name. Mm-hmm. Were you on it for a little bit? No, I've never been on it. But now I'm someone like, someone I know I was on it? on it, and I can't remember who. I've known people that are on it. I don't know if anyone's hooked up off of it, but I'm sure Thrinder. Thrinder. What a name. Yeah. They're like, well, it's like Tinder, but for three people. They're like, literally, they took <laughs> zero, zero effort. effort to come up with that name. They're like, we should make an app that's like just for people to have threesomes. What should we call it? Thrinder. <laughs> and then they're like, yes. Rhymes with Grinder and Tinder. <laughs> It's low effort. I don't zero respect. Effort. I don't respect the zero effort of that. I don't name. either. I think it's a little lazy. It's extremely lazy. I'll say it. At lazy. least Bumble came out and was sort of confusing. I'm really into like the Bumble like, origin it. story. What is it? Well, it was this woman who started Tinder with these guys, and then Ooh. they were like total creeps to her, and Ooh. she left, and then started Bumble, and now it's like coming out on top. It's a real success story that resonates with me on like a personal level. I can see exactly how it resonates with yeah. you, to be honest. So I don't use Tinder anymore because like of all the allegations against <laughs> these like fucking critter, like critter level creeps. And also Ugh. Tinder's kind of gross. Is Bumble really that different? Bumble, like there's hot guys on there that aren't. And you and the woman makes the first move. I just like like the ethics of Bumble. Better. Oh, right. Woman makes the first move. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like... uh you're open to same sex and you can both make the first right. move. I feel like there was like a gay app that was, <laughs> wait, <laughs> I can't remember the name of it, but someone once was like, Oh my God, the best new app is this like thing. I can't remember what it's called. It's not chappy, but it kind of like sounded like that. It was like kind of like jock bro or like bro friends or something like that. And it started out, which I think is such the hugest law. It was started by straight men as a way for like straight men to like become friends. And then the gays hijacked the <laughs> fuck out of it so fast. The, the founders literally were like, ah! Like, they didn't even have, like, three months of, like, straight people using it before it turned into it just a cock-sucking, like, hedonistic gay, like, <laughs> like petri dish of, like, every... It just became the zone for gays. Because they were I all... The that. gays were immediately like, well, looks like we might be able to turn a couple streets. You know, which is always... <laughs> gays love that. Mm-hmm. They love a turn, which is not usually happening anyway, but they love to, like, pretend like it's a possibility. Yeah. 
And I love the idea of just hijacking an app. And now I think it still exists and is gay. I just can't remember the name. It's just like full blown gay. Well, I mean, I think the straight people that started it were like, well, many's many. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, I'm, this is sad for me because I've enjoyed my little three episode journey with you. You're going on a new journey, not in LA anymore. But I'm also like, kind of have like a podcast, podcast less experience for Mm -hmm. the next month or so i know where i can't just share what i want to share with you publicly it's sad it is sad but you'll be back i'll be back and there will be more arcs and more guests in the future and i'm so excited for i'm only for me not the podcast the podcast is thriving growing and going in all sorts of directions yeah things are happening tell your friends tell your neighbors tell your parents tell your cousins tell your dog (laughs) The babe is alive, well, and th- bigger, better than ever. Love. That's my hot take before I leave. That's a sexy take. It is. And it's true. It's very true. And I'll stand by it. Mm-hmm. I'll take it to the streets. I love you. I love you too. And I thank you so much for being with me for these past few episodes. It's been a pleasure. And uh, if you're into the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at babe podcast. You can Become a patron on Patreon, patreon.com slash babe podcast for bonus episodes and more. And uh, yeah, like and subscribe. Five stars on iTunes with a good rating. Find me on Instagram. Find Ed on Instagram at edrosty. Yeah. The end. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.